0: Hello and welcome to the 5th episode of the Pointy Flatcast. I am your host Ducky O'Brien and I am joined by my friend and co-host Oakface Gaiman. This podcast is about two content creators trying to make it in life and all the experiences that come with it. Hopefully you enjoyed the show and if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at OakFaceGaming and at Thank you for dropping by and hope you enjoy the show.
1: Oh, we made it. Another day. Another dollar.
0: Yeah. Uh, I wish it was another dollar per day. That would, that would be excellent. <laughs> it's more like, um, I don't know, 12 cents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll take it, man. Yeah. How are you buddy, going, Ducky? How's, uh, your, how's your week been? What's the, what's the latest? Mm
0: in the dark world i i i'm a little burnt out honestly making content uh you know i've been grinding it out like 12 hours a day 18 hours a day and like you know you don't see anything in return for it or it feels like you're not going anywhere right so it's getting a little depressing i am just taking it easy this week you know i'm like super lazy right now um just just uh enjoying life for a little bit before i start on the grind again you know, I, I think it's really important to take breaks and so like towards the end of the month, I think it's the best time for me to just relax and uh make content that I wanna make instead of what I feel like I have to make to grow my, you know, personal brand or whatever it is. But, yeah.
1: That's a good attitude to have my dude. Like when it does get to that point you're noticing that burnout, mm-hmm. just um just be like, Listen, I'm just a human. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chillax for a little bit.
0: I am human. Cause we're
1: all, yeah, that's right. Big uh, day though. Yeah. Big... Sorry. Big week. Big week on the cause punching twelve hour days, man. That's that's a that that is just a that's a a sentiment of the of the uh, you know the amount of effort and, and and seriousness that does go behind the scenes of taking exactly. that view that one view, man. We talked about this. That view is.
0: Oh, yeah, that that reminds me. So, like, I wanted to bring up something. So, you know, uh, two things that I want to talk about today. Just, you know, get your ideas. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, if if we make this, this the way this podcast is going, it's not just about, like, uh, two content creators trying to get through life. But I was thinking, what if we try to do some experiments to increase our viewership, right? So one talk thing, me, yeah, Whoopty, uh, awesome guy told me something, I didn't think of this cause, uh, I thought it was for kids and it was trash but he brought a mix, uh, not mixer <laughs> uh, TikTok so he, you know when I think of TikTok, I think of like annoying kids or like people who are supposed to be adults making stupid like music videos, and some people still are, I think he's really sad but uh, he literally made a video of himself steeping tea in like a plastic cup of water and that hmm. got like 300 views. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like, oh my goodness. So, like, you know, you can't, it's hard to advertise there, but it's basically, you know, if you have a presence on TikTok and your username is the same as whatever you use on other platforms, it might bring in like one extra person for a follow and stuff. So I thought about it and I was like, uh, yeah, why don't I just put my podcast clips on TikTok, see how that goes? Uh, any extra streaming clips? Told-
1: yeah. It's all about the hustle.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's Put it it's that TikTok. Yeah.
1: We need to get that TikTok market all up a,
0: <laughs> Yeah, all dude. Up you should you should try it, definitely. Um also like that's that's another thing. Always finding avenues for like uh increasing exposure. Now those are like streamer talk words. basically you just wanna get as many people watching you as possible. You gotta you gotta find ways to make sure people know about you, right? Anyways, the second thing that I wanna talk about was like the reason why I was burning out is I'm doing all this work and it's not its not efficient. Like, everything, every hour that you put in should maximize the number of views that you get uh, simply because that's how a content creator survives, It's getting views. Now, you can say, you know, people, if you watch videos or like how to make it on Twitch and stuff, they always say, oh, we'll create a community, blah, blah, blah. No, no, these are all lies. They're just sugarcoating it. It's basically... If you want to get down to the nitty-gritty, how many views can you get and how do you increase that? Because that's how you make money. When you have more views, that means ad companies are more willing to sponsor you or you can get into a partnership program to get an ad revenue. And if you don't have the views, the only other way to survive as a content creator is if people are willing to support you themselves through like Patreon donations and whatnot. And most people aren't willing to pay. That's just the bottom line. People want stuff for free. So, we have this problem where the only way that you can make it as a content creator is if you have views and then you can use that to get cloud and get the sponsorships and add revenue. So, I was thinking about this and I was like, all right, I think I'm making content wrong. I have to make stuff that gets views. So, anything that doesn't get views, I have to cut out because I'm wasting energy. uh, you got to snowball that right the bigger you get faster the more more you can get to a point where you're making content that you want to (laughs) and so one thing I I thought about this would be a nice experiment I don't know if you're up for it but like I noticed that your VR stuff got a lot of views on YouTube like your unboxing videos the the videos that you had yourself streaming stuff so what if you make a video a tutorial video on how to set up an oculus quest for streaming because I think a lot of people want to do that but they don't know how so like you know and and another thing is people the easiest way to get views on YouTube is to make videos that are helpful that have value to the viewer so like if you make this video and you have two YouTube channels too and both of them are growing uh, the one that you had before has a massive amount of followers and content on it and then your one is growing at you know, pretty good rate too. So like you can upload it to both of them, <laughs> you know, you can upload it to Facebook, you know, upload to all the avenues. And I think um if you try that and then, and, and, you know, you got to title it correctly, have the proper thumbnail, hashtag it, but like that's easy to do. If you want help with that I can help you. But I think if you make a video like that, it might get garner a lot of views and you might be like, the guy to go to to get help on how to make your stream content better
1: big week for the duck man this yeah. is like this is this is this is businessman business, business duckman 101 here man yeah. this is like things this is the the beauty of when it comes to like you know a couple of a couple of content creators getting together and really you know hustling it out and get some ideas because these are ideas that are, pro- are really wouldn't have even thought thought about myself hey like Mm. you and um you know for a couple of couple of hustlers a couple of roosters like us who are really serious about this this is some important this is some important steps that should be yeah should be taken really serious
0: yeah and i Um, think sorry i was just gonna say i think it's doable because you know you don't have to devote a lot of time to it and it's just you make it as you go and then when it's done you release it there's no rush to it because um, you know just make the best video that you can and then basically in, in the mindset of h- how can I help someone who doesn't know how to do this and I think it'll go somewhere because the only video that has done well for me is the Astroneer update video that I made and it's almost hitting 2,000 views right now and you know if you compare it to other people even to yourself face that's not a lot of views but I get like 10 views average per video. That's a big difference. 2,000 to 10. So if you can figure that out and make video, every video get like 2,000 views, it all accumulates. Like if the algorithm will prefer you the more views that you get.
1: It's pretty crazy when you start looking at numbers yeah. like that. Like, yeah, but when you, know, when you look at it, 2000, 2,000 views, that's 2,000 people. Yeah. You know, effectively. That's 2,000 people. in Like that's, that's back at my school. Where I grew up, uh, that's that's my whole school. My whole oh, school yeah, water yeah. watched the video. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's you should. No, that's 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 an excellent effort, man. Um, <laughs> the thing is, like now you now you've realised that's all well, there's potential here. That's a market there. Mm. Like that video, that was um, that was a tutorial video or something. Yeah. Like that. that was a, a get help. It's really true, man. Because all you need, that's um, that market there, a market to sort of help other people. Because what's probably um, you know, one of the most one of the most common things people will do on YouTube is how to do something, right? How no. to do this. It's like a visual version of Google. Like how I wanna I wanna watch someone tell me or show me how to do something. So, you know, you gotta take there's a huge market there for people who play Astroneer, but now they wanna know how to do something and it's obvious look at the results of that. And that's something I've never really taken seriously because I do spend a lot of time trying to fix things myself or do things myself so i just quickly youtube it yeah and then i think after that is like yeah like now this is just this is probably the other side of the people um uh who probably who would just want to watch a video and then move on sort of thing but you might get that let's just say there's like you know 10 percent of the people who do watch that video just for that one purpose 10 percent be like well i like the sound of this guy's voice he's got a velvet voice <laughs> i want to i want to know more about the velvet voice duck so i'm going to follow him and then i'm going to get on that train the duck train mm-hmm. it's a really good move then and i think it's something i really take yeah take takes years because i honestly haven't um especially with the vr stuff it was more just like uh i was just excited to get it so i just wanted to like yeah you know just put it out there but i didn't i not had no second thought of like maybe i can show how to do this sort of stuff, walk through the process rather than just showing the outcome of the process. And that's probably the things that people generally more interested in. I
0: mean, you put in all this work and effort into it. So like, why not make use of that? You know, like the best videos are the ones where you put in a lot of work and effort into that, whatever the subject is. Like people can see that. So like, you know, you put a lot of work and effort into making VR work and that's relevant to a lot of people. Let's say, they have an Oculus Quest and they want to stream No Man's Sky Beyond in VR. And they're like, how the heck do I do this? Because I don't have money to buy, like, the Vive or anything else. And they're like, I got a Quest. I can make this work. And then they, they yeah. look it up and they're like, oh, this dude has an awesome video, you know?
1: It's I, so true. Yeah. I think, man, you got me, like, I could talk about just how, like, overwhelmingly, uh, like, an overwhelmingly positive experience I've had just with this quest mainly because of what you can do outside of what is basically supported by, by Oculus. Like when the way that it was marketed, it was like, this is now a standalone headset. You don't need a computer. Awesome. That's, that's now tapping into a serious market. Now it's a, it's, it's a device that's going to let you play really good games. So not just, not just sort of like, you know, really limited, Maybe nice nice visuals, but li- really good games, like games that have a lot of depth and volume to it. That was their sell, and it was an awesome sell because it, it it's been a pretty successful launch. But what they didn't market was, like, what else could they do with this, right? Like, oh, also, we didn't happen to mention, if you got an okay, if you got, like, a wireless setup at home, which, you know, probably say, like, 90, 90% of the people in the world who have internet at the moment probably have a wireless router, you know? And if that wireless router has like five has relatively quick speeds, like five gigahertz in the five gigahertz speed, which is very common, it's probably not as common as the standard two point four, but it is common. And you've got like a relatively good, you know, a good computer that meets VR VR um, requirements, which again isn't that hard to meet as well. Then you can play a whole new library of games that were made just for PC on this virtual headset wirelessly, and you're going to get to the T. The same experience there's going to be a few games that probably that obviously aren't designed to be run on a wireless device or maybe there are some limitations there but if they are designed to run on a on a on a virtual reality game through this like through the steam uh library catalog chances are it's going to play it in every single game that i've tried so far with it absolutely flawless and i had an oculus rift back in the day so i can you know, I've got that as a reference sort of thing. It's not just me thinking it's good enough. It's like, no, it's, it's meeting and exceeding mm-hmm. my expectations with it. So yeah, it's been really good. Been I just really thought good. of
0: another video right there. Like, uh, you got that how to stream using an Oculus Quest and then another video, how to get the most out of your Oculus Quest and then make that kind of, like, the things that you can do outside of what you just mentioned. Um, mm. There you have of, it. Um,
1: yeah, dude, you're, you're right. See, this is, this is the business duck. That we've all been hearing about yeah. just happening, but I've been having a lot of fun with. Because um, honestly, like it's it is a fun device to use, but at times I, I probably haven't been using it as much as I'd like to be using it. Then I, I might go a whole week where I haven't put it on and stuff. But when you put it on, you're like, man, like I've missed doing this. It's fun, and I do see it as a thing that's going to be. It's it's a it's a high price point at the moment. It's an enthusiast level mm-hmm. to a degree, like you need to opt in basically to get that experience. And I think a lot of the people that do buy it, they've tried it on and they thought, well, yeah, there's, there's a reason why this is a, an an enthusiast level piece of equipment because it has an enthusiast level price tag on it. You just wait, dude, you wait in like this, the same hardware, this, they're going to have better ways of manufacturing and stuff like that. They're going to bring that price down where, you know, to pretty affordable, like, oh man, like, It's going to be something that you can just go to like a normal store and just pick it up in a box. Don't worry about it. Because look at it this way. This is me selling VR right now. But it's got like, (laughs) it's a TV. It's a screen. It's got speakers. And it's portable. You don't need a TV, you know, in the house now. Let's just say you just got a couch. Oh, no. You need a telly. No, you don't. Just put a VR headset on. Put a blanket over you. Just, Just enjoy it vr see i could i could sell i could yeah yeah i could do marketing
0: this this is funny because i recently watched a movie called the lawnmower man which is about vr but
1: right yeah
0: Pense i, up. <laughs> Tell I think uh man it's it's so bad it's a terrible movie It stars pierce brosnan and i forgot the rest of the people but like it's a guy who has a mental deficiency or handicap handicapable however you want to say it and mm-hmm. uh scientist Pierce Brosnan is like i'll make you smarter guy and then so he makes him smart and he develops like telekinesis and whatnot and uh he does this by giving him drugs and putting him in a vr headset to simulate the the cortex <laughs> and then it yeah, ends okay. yeah it ends with him digitizing himself and uploading himself into the servers and spreading across the world, so that when people uh, plug into VR later, they're plugging into him, and he's "quote unquote" God in that in that you know mm. realm.
1: Well, I've just googled a photo of what yeah. this guy looks like. Well, just a part of that video, and it's probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> See if I can just get it up here. Yeah. For some reason, my streamlabs has been a bit funny, but that's all right. Mm. It's an interesting looking dude. Yeah. He's ripped like, though.
0: I don't know. Like when he takes the shirt off later, <laughs> I was like, what the heck?
1: Actors were just, they're just, they're just naturally, well, not naturally, they they must, they work for it yeah. hard, but that just must be, I guess, when you're like getting into that sort of industry, they're like, all right, how do we, what is, what is day one stuff? Oh, you need to be crazy ripped, by the way. Like it's just, it's a requirement. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, like if you want to, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, um, competitive competitive industry so anything any advantages you're going to get you're going to take it <laughs> yep you're going to juice dude it's just, <laughs> you just have to accept it yeah but you know be careful with your bodies as well like yeah. I,
0: I mean i think I'm they to... I, i'm pretty sure i heard that they use steroids just to get just to look big because their main goal is not to be buff it's just to look mm. big so i think those kind of steroids are a little bit safer than to actually get like big big yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: I just took a... Um, actually, it's got a photo up there, just on my my stream there. It's just got a... The first thing when you search for Lawn Man is this... It's a CGI-looking thing, but the movie came out in, like, 1992, so that would have been, like, pretty
0: revolutionary, right? Mm-hmm. Just to get... I'm trying to remember the CG standards, and I think it's slight, slightly worse than what? it was. I think it's, like, a B movie. Yeah,
1: yeah okay. Because, you know, when when I think of good um cgi in the 90s you can't go past jurassic park like yeah probably it holds up to this day as probably one of like you can put it on there and you're not going to cringe over the over the cgi that they use there have you watched a breakdown of why that is so good
0: uh no but i did see a video uh youtube algorithm pushing it why does jurassic park want look better than its sequels and i was like tempted to check it out because i love i love movies
1: well, you beat the system. You avoided the clickbait. Yeah, so I'll give you that. I, I was too weak. <laughs> Basically, the yeah. big it's because they used real world like lighting effects with it. Like mm. they and the um, I think that's pretty much it. Like there's other other things. Obviously, there's way more in there than just saying real world stuff. Like there was some proper stuff that happened there, um, which I can't remember. Um, but it was just I remember just watching how they did it. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, it was a Steven Spielberg, you know, movie. And he obviously had high standards. Even back then, like, he knew – he was thinking, like, years – he was thinking years ahead because he knows, well, people are going to go and watch this again. And I don't want to – and this is such an amazing story. I'm just guessing, by the way. I'm just guessing, like, I'm trying to get in the side of of an actual genius's head. I mean, it's not really like – you're just trying to sort of see why did you put in this much effort for something that people probably aren't going to appreciate back in 92 because the TVs aren't even going to, like, aren't really going to, like, do it justice, you know?
0: I think That's also, a question. Yeah. I also was thinking about it because more Man, at the core of it, you know, had some interesting concepts that they were going over. Basically, like, VR as a source of human evolution or, like, the transhuman movement where, you're like, this body... It's just holding us back, that kind of concept. But, like, if I, you know, there are some comments in there digging into conspiracy theories of how, like, Hollywood's trying to push VR on people, right? Because the headset looks pretty similar to what a, a headset looks like now. It's a bit bigger than it is now. They may n- manage to shrink it, but, like... I think they're trying to get people ready for the concept of VR. And then if you, you just mentioned Spielberg, right? So you, the the movie Ready Player One also deals with VR and Spielberg on there. And like, yeah, I think it, it, maybe there's something going on with VR. Maybe uh, they're trying to mind control people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's just going too deep. But like. I'm in. Yeah.
1: Let's go down this rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> go down the rabbit hole. All right. Yeah, <laughs> They're going to mind Get control coming. us with VR. They're going to send us uh, yeah, some, some some uh, like mind controlling signal they've been developing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. But I, I find it curious and interesting that, you know, Hollywood definitely has an agenda when it makes movies now. That's why people don't like movies because they know when they're being told how to think. And people don't like that. So that's why a lot of the movies that are being made now, people consider garbage. Like, how many times have you heard from someone you know that movies aren't good nowadays? There's there's so few of them, and the better ones are made by smaller studios, like independent studios, you kind know, of like John Wick, you know, that came out of nowhere, made by stunt people, you know, for the audience, and and like you don't hear any of these big blockbusters that are supposed to be blockbusters doing well in theaters anymore i mean they make money worldwide where people don't care about the language but here where, where they can understand or like anywhere where english is a native language then they're like uh, this movie ain't so good anymore you know this these series of movies these types of movies but yeah i think it's something interesting to note.
1: The pendulum is certainly swinging in the direction of um of tv right it feels like the efforts of studios are now realizing there's a huge market when it comes to um you know when it comes to to television consumption or TV show consumption it just feels like that is where the real that's where the the art is sort of going to now right like I'm feeling like the, the only movie or movies that we've sort of seen these days that are really successful are sequels and that's just not even an argument like especially if you have you look at the um you know the superhero movies the that's and the disney you know anything that's coming out of disney sort of thing reboots of things they're based on non-original designs like it's either like a sequel or it's like a, a recreation or a redo yeah. and it's just like the people the people want something it's a little bit more than that but the thing is you, you want those movies that are critically acclaimed right they get some excellent reviews and they do them win some awards i was having a look at some I think it might have been like the biggest flops of 2018 or something like that. There were some movies in there that were critically acclaimed that were originals and they were flops because they weren't backed by a huge studio or they just weren't known enough. And they, these are movies that would, you know, would, that would win awards. I'd love to, oh man, I wish I had a couple of examples for you. Like, like I know
0: Annihilation didn't do so well. Uh, with Natalie Portman, like a sci-fi. Like I, I'm not going to go out and say that it's one of the best movies ever. It's it's well constructed, but like it does have flaws. The it's a little pretentious in that like the symbolism comes before the narrative, so they push that real hard. But like it's a well done sci fi movie that you know wasn't marketed well. Or like Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, that movie is fantastic. It's one of my uh, one of the top movies that surprised me by how good it was with Emily Blunt, and that's based on. Um, uh, a short novel series, I think, that turned into a manga later, but, like, that one, if you look at the trailer, it's so bad. The trailer to the movie is so bad. It wasn't advertised properly, and, like, but, like, if you look at the, like, Rotten Tomatoes scores, it's really high for both critics and audience alike, and I think that movie is great. Also, they're making a sequel to that movie, by the way. I don't know how that's gonna work, but <laughs> there it is. Um, some other films I'm trying to think of off the top of my head. Blade yeah, Runner 2049, like fantastic movie, visually yeah. stunning. It didn't do so well in the box office. Again, the trailer doesn't look well. Um, I've been not advertised well. I'm just looking at a few. Okay.
1: What do you, what do you think about this one? Right. I'm just, I've, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got a page up at the moment that's showing me the biggest flops of in the, you know the biggest flops and biggest hits of 2018 the majority of the hits are just sequels but what do you reckon what about this one man what about the biggest probably the most disappointing flop coming from a you know mm. uh from 2018 coming from a, a big fan of the, this is a franchise probably the biggest franchise in the world the Star Wars franchise oh
0: yep
1: it was a flop solo the star wars story i think you i think we've actually brought this up before yeah but, but now i've got numbers right can I okay, it's a big studio studio backed movie, huge names, not only in the in the title Star Wars. Sorry, not only like you know, well it's all in the title, it's solo in Star Wars. You'd say solo uh, is he arguably up there as probably the most recognizable character from the series? Him yeah. and Kenobi and, and Skywalker, you know, I'd say there's the top three. It put so it had a production budget of two hundred and seventy five million dollars unbelievably huge budget yeah but it did it did make money back so it's it's a bit hard for it to call a flop but it's not disney money is it like they were if you if you go back and have a look at what they were pulling for like uh episode it was episode seven mm-hmm. when that when, when that when disney the first movie from the franchise episode seven that pulled in it was ridiculous Said so a testament of was how like how good of a move it was for disney to to purchase that franchise and i think they got everything man by the way i think they didn't only get the movie rights they got like they got the the merchandising rights and everything like oh, that as well my. which is actually worth more yeah not a bad deal so yeah basically it looks like they put a budget of 275 million in they only made 292 million back only i mean they, they made money they didn't lose money but that's not counting the money that was spent on marketing so yeah true yeah, so that's just the production of the actual movie uh, not the marketing budget.
0: And the movie Actually, was just know. bad. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: I never saw it. I think it was just one where I was just like, I'm going to give that a miss. It's such a weird time to release a movie.
0: I still want to watch it, but like my expectations are low, very low. Yeah.
1: I want to watch it. I think yeah. if we bring our expectations low, you probably, as long as it exceeds those low expectations, you're like, well, it's not. It's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: I think just the whole. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to bring up the last Jedi. When I watched that, I was so disappointed. It it was not a good movie. It was a mess. I don't like Ryan Johnson. Uh, he ruined Star Star Wars. Like Episode, you know, seven started out pretty okay. It's like it had some of the old. It stayed true to the old. It cleaned the slate so that you can introduce new characters. They killed off the older ones, right? And then. They should have started fresh, and then this guy walks in and just makes a garbage movie. <laughs> like, I think most people know it's garbage because, like, when I first watched it, I was like, man, I think this movie was okay, but something was bothering me the entire time in the back of my mind. And then after I thought about it more, I'm like, I understand why. I, this movie is terrible. <laughs> like, the scenes, the narrative, the acting, everything, it's just, it just doesn't link together. In any way because it's all focused on like here's shot for shot the thing that's happening in Empress Rex back and instead of the same thing happening I'm gonna f- I'm gonna make something completely random happen because that's that's what I'm about I'm like god dang it Ryan Johnson what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing to yeah, this movie he,
1: mm, yeah it was, a, it, was, it was a bold choice to some of the choices that he made there like it was very I don't know they got really you got like really PC with it if you know like there were just some things in there where, like like let's and there's nothing wrong with that right yeah I'm just chucking them in but like I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan I just want to watch I, I, we're in a, we're in a galaxy what is it like millions of millions of light years away listen man I just want to watch a, I just want to watch a cool Star Wars movie I don't really want to think too much about like you know the, the message I just want to watch a really fun Star Wars movie something that you know every Star Wars fan has been like of all time. Want to enjoy, and they just and they're trying to send messages and stuff. And then I'm just like, come on, guys! Like, I just want to watch some sequel, like, I'd say yeah, stuff.
0: or like, like, I want to see my heroes. What happened to Luke Skywalker? He's just an old hermit drinking alien milk. He just, oh just like, what? Why would you ruin this character? Like, he he went through his low times already. That was Empire Strikes Back, and then Return. I mean, uh, his Return of the Jedi. Like, he he has evolved into the hero archetype so he doesn't need to go through that arc again so like what you want to see uh, and like narratively and like for fans is the culmination of Luke Skywalker's character as a hero like what heights has he reached and instead of doing that they bring him to a new low and then he just has like a hologram projection lightsaber duel with Kylo Ren and then he just vanishes and I'm like this is so disappointing on multiple levels. <laughs> My day is ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like, meme. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a great meme.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell, um, what, what the hell, and why the hell they decided to do that. Like, um, you know, he had a, you know, um, just going back to the to the actor, bloody, What's his What's his name? Mark. Mark Hamill. Um, yeah. Yeah you know he like he was he was contractually um restricted on what he could say right yeah. like probably it's probably a common thing with huge studio budget films you probably can't say a lot of things you can't talk about the movie he couldn't and but he had an opinion there before it got out and where basically what he was he was saying what every fan was thinking pretty much was like like he had a real problem with the what they were doing to this character a legacy of this character but basically what happened with him What they did, you know, throughout the movie, he had a real problem with it. Because this is a guy, I guess we can say spoiler alerts, but, you know, this is a guy that, you know, all the Star Wars fans have basically idolized. They wanted to be themselves. They wanted to be a Skywalker. And how passionate he was with the Force and just with the whole and how passionate he was about the good side and stuff like that. And then he goes and, like, basically 180s that in the movie he, he he wants nothing to do with her anymore he's over it over the force he's segregated himself from this island and um he wanted to kill and like he wanted to kill effectively a baby right right at the start when he has those flashbacks he wanted to in like that's just not that is so not the character that we all you know we're, we're, we're all aware of like where's this come from yeah and it was just really yeah it was just that's what confused That at that point in the movie, I was like, something's up with this. Like, I don't see anything good coming out of this. And they did the lightsaber whole, the hologram duel, which, which was, you know, that was entertaining at least, but didn't make up for all this weird stuff yeah. that was sort of leading up to it. And it's just weird why they did that. Like, yeah, this is probably the most passionate. Like he, like he went to to extraordinary lengths during the first trilogy, just for the good of, you know, just for the good side, right? Now to like, you know, just completely like, ah, eh, you know, I'm done. I'm just going to segregate myself from this island. Eh.
0: Also like this is the man that that brought Darth Vader to to the the good side, the the light side of the Force. Like why would you make him fail with Kylo Ren again? Like it's all these parallels that don't make sense cuz we've seen the movies. You know what kind of character he is. This is not Luke Skywalker. And also like another thing it's just real quickly like I don't like the character of Rey because for Luke and Han Solo, everyone, and even pre- Princess Leia, like, there's a... They develop their character and their strengths. Like, they train, they have failings, they grow stronger. And this Rey character is just super strong from the get-go, and it doesn't make sense. She didn't train at all with Luke. She's just literally hitting, like... log (laughs) and I'm like Mm. and all of a sudden she has these force powers unlocked I'm like no that's not how it works like Luke had to train with Yoda and all of that and like I think that's kind of the message where oh you're just you're just strong because you're you and I'm like that is not true for anyone Uh, any living person has to go through hardships has to go through trials and they have to overcome some sort of weakness in themselves to get to that point. You can't just automatically go from point A to point B. And it's just an easy and short ride. It never works. That's not relatable. And I think uh, other characters like Captain Marvel and such like that, I think, you know, it's kind of unfortunately tied with this idea of feminism where they're just saying that just because you're a female, you're strong. And I'm like, no, that's not true. It's like saying every guy is bad just because they're a the guy no that's not, that's not true like yeah. it doesn't matter who you are like you have to overcome weaknesses and train to become stronger there's frustration involved there's it's just like being a content creator you don't automatically just magically grow this and in, in like an empire of your personal brand overnight that doesn't work you have so many years of grind involved and like frustrations and just like wanting to quit every single day like just you know being depressed every single day like am i gonna make it that those kind of thoughts and like getting better as a content creator getting over yourself any sort of weaknesses you got you know staying humble all that and then you make it and so like you got these characters that are unrelatable like luke skywalker is unrelatable rays unrelatable and also like i hate the character of rose it's like finally you you put a Asian person in films. I think this is pretty big because like uh, first of all, there's not a lot of Asian actors around, and if if they are, they're not very, they're not cast typically because you know the they don't have a lot of box office draw per se. You know unless you're in Asia, obviously. So like you finally have an Asian character, and you make her stupid. <laughs> I'm talking about this scene where she's she's crashing into finn to save him and like okay you're gonna save this guy by almost killing him and then why because i love you and then they kiss i'm like oh there's zero chemistry what is this character i'm like, it's so dumb <laughs> like i'm like you ruined it i i hate this character with the passion now <laughs> you ruined putting an asian person on the screen what are you doing i guess if, that's why yeah. it made no sense yeah. at all why where did, did it come did they from <laughs> that's what I'm talking about none of these characters are developed like they have to go through something like there's yep. that's what people want to see it's that part it's not the the end result is kind of like the cherry on top of everything like you went through all of this stuff this is what you become right and that's rewarding because of the the progress they went through but if there's no progress that end result is not there's no reward
1: yeah it's um yeah, I think it, the the message there that I, which I don't think they intently tried to send out was like you can just have anything because you meet a certain demographic, rather than working for it. Yeah, just like everyone should work for it. It's really important. I think they really missed the ball with that, and it seems like they've got such a huge platform for empowerment, and they decided to go one way rather than you know. It's like they were sort of like they were they were sort of. To a degree, like sort of like um, leaving out, like oh, I don't know really how to articulate this perfectly, but basically, like there was there was one you know core market which was the hardcore Star Wars fans. Mm. They were not as important as the as the message that they were trying to portray. I guess exactly like, that. like the Star Wars fans yeah. are there, and then their message was was up here, sort of thing. And I think they really so. What do you think about? I, I know this new movie has been announced and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's next year. It's coming out twenty twenty. Whatever it's going to be. Do you know? I, that's to be honest, because of this last film, it's like it's fully like my hype is definitely not, not as high. But that might just be me. Just I'm still going to see it. Obviously, it's the, it's the last in the in this yeah. new new series. I haven't got a lot of high high hope for it, but I did know that they've got it. They've got... Uh, who was... Was it JJ Abrams that yeah. was doing the original? Have they got him back?
0: Yeah, they got him back. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> Get rid of Ryan Johnson. Get rid of him. He's gone, right?
1: Yeah, he's or gone. Jono, he's out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just think it's disappointing. They really miss the bar when it comes to like... Listen, these. This. there's a reason why this franchise is as big as it is today. It's because the fans are diehard about the Star Wars universe. Leave all the weird stuff that's, that we've got going on here. There is some... There's a good... You know, it's a good platform to really to sort of add, you know, to add on to it, add on to the in, into into this sort of uh into this story. But don't make it all about that, I guess. They sort of like bring it into it, reward you know, reward uh, it as yeah. well.
0: The thing that makes me angry too is like people who didn't like the movie, they just said, you no, know, Disney came out, all the people in that made the movie too, they just said that you're you're sexist for hating this movie. And I was like, yeah. I don't care about like feminism and all of that. I mean, I care in that I hope that, you know, women get equal rights as men and any any area they're oppressed. But again, like we can go over like equal op- of opportunity versus equality of outcome. Those are two different things. But like, I hate the movie because it's just a crappy movie and like th- it's been proven because there's so many videos on YouTube breaking it down with like actual facts and like analytics and all of that. And comparing it to other films that are good, we know why it's bad, and just like when you use that like just call someone a sexist or a racist, it breaks down all forms of communication and all all forms of feedback, and basically, you have to like this movie otherwise you're you're blank, you're labeled as something, and that to me is outrageous like yeah. make a good movie, and people will like it. that's it like. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, like if you want to make a movie about feminism or empowering females, like take a look at Annihilation. It's about four kick ass females. Again, they're just kick ass because they ha- happen to be kick ass characters who happen to be female. Like Natalie Portman's a military vet, also a doctor, and like there's a nurse in there. She's the least kick ass person. She's just a nurse. There's a physicist, there's like a psychologist, and all of that. <laughs> and, like, you know, you know, compare it to like Star Wars, it's just poorly done. You know, it's a joke.
1: There's there's so much history of good female leading casts that like that that um that excuse that they come up with, saying like, no, you just had it because you're a sexist. It's just it's just deep. You have shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, you got like this goes back decades, man. Like what my, one of my favorite movies of all time, a Tarantino film, Kill Bill and Kill Bill Two. Just um, and that's the, all that is is a female. It's like a female-led cast or female um, head actor, Uma Thurman, absolutely kills it. And, like, they don't focus on her just being a a kick-ass female that's doing it. It's just a good movie played by a female. She's killing it. Same as, like, oh, there's so many you can do, man. Uh, But I had had a whole list there. But they need to, like, um, that is if if you're saying um, you didn't enjoy this movie because of X, then they're stopping the conversation and they're they're not learning from it. And I think it goes back to the fact that at the end of the day, they're just a business. Um, this is just a business that they're doing here. And they typically do not care about the consumer. They just want to make money. So like, yeah. if they're not going to own up to their, you know, they need to use this as a learning experience. Listen to people. Listen to the people that you're making the movie for. But more important, listen to the people that you're not, you know, you're not making the movie for as well in their mind.
0: Totally. Yeah. You brought up such a good point, too, because, like, people feel like they have no power, but they do. Uh, everything runs on the almighty dollar or whatever unit of currency you have in your country. Because if you don't like something, don't support them financially. And that sends a clearer message in any complaint you have. So, like, you're bringing up Twitch and YouTube because we're content creators. Lately, if you just watch all the content put out by these official outlets, like there's YouTube made a video, they have a like official creators channel where people from YouTube make videos about being a YouTube content creator. You'll Scroll through the comments, it's all people complaining about how YouTube isn't listening to content creators. They're demonetizing, they're making it harder for your videos to be found. Um, they basically want you to be off their platform so that They can get the big boys, the TV guys, the movie guys to come onto YouTube and they don't give a crap about you. So like that's felt and like there's this rising complaint against YouTube. There's so many movements like they want to unionize all the YouTube content creators like putting labor laws into place. Same with Twitch too. Like Ninja leaving just brought to light all of these people just complaining about Twitch and how they're basically making it hard for even big time content creators and You want to make a difference? Stop giving money to them. Like, if everyone boycotted YouTube for, like, one week, holy cow, they would change their tune so fast. Like, if every single person in the world stopped watching YouTube for a week and they put a list of demands up being like, you need to stop doing this nonsense and start making YouTube a a place for content creators and the viewers again. If you don't do this, then we're going to stop watching you do you know, they would change, right, overnight, like, but people don't want to give it up, it's so easy to do, you just stop watching YouTube for one week, right, no no one's mm. gonna do that, like, I'm willing to do that, I'm willing to stop streaming, or making content, or just watching, consuming content for a week, if it means change, but people are too lazy, uh, they want to lie to themselves, and say, I have no power here, but you do, that's what they want you to think, that you have no power, yep, same with Amazon. They just, yeah. Sorry, I just want to say if you oh, start yeah. buying stuff from Amazon, dude, that would change on, <laughs> on a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. i always thought like there are different. I always thought with YouTube, there's such a powerhouse Yeah. when it comes to um, online videos, right? That's, that's the place you go to because, you know, that's, that's where you know, the video, the topic that you, that you have in your head or something you want to watch, it's on YouTube. And I've always just thought there's no way there's another company's ever gonna come close to have the resources to be able to support something like that. <clears throat> but I was like, hang on. Why have we got like two of these huge other powerhouses just who don't have their own like this straight up video um like hosting website, right? Not 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 just not streaming, but our video hosting. So like we've got you know, Twitch is Amazon, Mixer is Microsoft's. YouTube is Google's right um, mixer and twitch are not YouTube hosting websites that had heart they're streaming websites live streaming you can host your, your videos there but they're not permanent like even if you're I think if you're a partner they, they can be permanent um, these are previous. These, these are sort of past streams I know you can have, you can have I think you can upload You can after
0: yeah, you can upload VODs. They stay up. You can also choose to highlight a stream, and that will, I think, keep it permanently on your channel. Cool.
1: Cool. So that's so that's that. See, that is something that I didn't know until you know until you told me about that. But still, their market is going to be like, it's 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 online streamers. When you think of an online, I want to watch a person live. The first thing, and I want to watch a person live doing anything. Now it's not just not just gaming. I want to watch a person. You're going to find on, you know, probably the first place that I would think would be Twitch, right? Even if you Google it, right? Unless you um, Google has done some pretty scummy things and they've made like the top search result, like, you know, YouTube over Twitch or whatever. Yeah. You're going to get Twitch, right? Like, I want to watch a live stream or do something, whatever, like that. You're going to think of Twitch. My point is, I've, we need to, I'm thinking, you've got these two massive powerhouses here, they've got the the resources there to host. Uh, uh a website to basically do some uh video hosting content, right? Like another YouTube. Then you gotta ask yourself, it's this is so obvious. Why hasn't it been done yet? And things got to do with just how expensive it is for YouTube to basically run what they're doing, like I, and everything that's involved as well. Like it just seems like maybe it's not worth it for these huge powerhouses. I mean maybe they've maybe they've they've done like a, a report on you know, maybe have potentially doing their own, uh, doing their own versions of YouTube. They run the numbers and they realize it's just not—it's just not feasible. Because so I've heard, have you heard that? Like that, YouTube is still not—it doesn't make. It's—I'm not going to say it's not profitable, but it's def- definitely not making them uh, as much money as the amount of money that gets put into it.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's totally true. You're ho- like hosting a large amount of video content and use a lot of bandwidth. I think it's just the... I don't think that's the main issue. Honestly, I think it's just they don't know how to monetize it correctly for themselves. And honestly, it's kind of simple. Like, if you let people uh, make content and the people that want to watch that content find mm-hmm. it, and you can, you know, back in the good old days, just put ad ads on all the videos, then you're going to start making money left and right. Because if people like being on your platform and people like consuming content on your platform then they're going to do more of it. But if people don't like it and you're like actually causing content creators to leave your platform, you're creating a lot of ill will and it might, the numbers might look fine for a while, but they're they're going to jump ship as soon as anything that's slightly better comes out. Like anything that's slightly fairer, like anything that's more for the community, for the people that make up this, this platform they're going to jump ship because you've been treating them so poorly. And, like, I think it's hubris to think, for YouTube to think that they're going to be around for a long time the way they're going right now. There were empires before that fell. I mean, they're definitely going to fall. if They don't stop uh, just mistreating the people that are making them uh, feasible as a, Mm. like, monetized platform. Like, it's not the ad revenue That's making it. It's the people watching and people making content.
1: Yeah. And it's going to be, you know what? In our lifetime, we're going to see a new YouTube. It's just inevitable. It's just like, it just depends who's going to take that. Who's going to, who's going to take the jump and who's going to actually try it out. Because all it takes is we need to hear like we've got, we've got an, it's so easy to say that because we, but we've had like a new Twitch for the longest time mixer. And it's only now starting to get a bit Mm -hmm. of, bit of traction. Because they, just, uh, Microsoft just put a huge investment and got got Ninja on their side. Let's just say, like if if they bring up like uh, an Amazon, because they've got Amazon Prime, but they haven't got like an Amazon Video, I guess, like like a, for for online content creators. Let's just say you get an Amazon backed YouTube um, competitor platform. Cool, that's cool. It's going to make news. Amazon is and it's probably going to be top top news for the day, sort of thing. Amazon's going a new no new platform but after that it's like okay what is what is what is better about this platform it needs to it, it needs to not be as good as youtube it has to be better and is it going to be better for the not only for the content creators but also for the viewer what is better why am i going to bother going over to amazon video when i can just stick with youtube the history of youtube my history of youtube why am i going to make the jump so i think that is that is a huge that requires a yeah, it's, it's a big answer, or a big question basically, and there are probably a million answers that goes with it. So I think mm. in our lifetime we're gonna see that man. We're gonna, yeah. we might see it in the best thing because technology just goes. It's you know how how quick does it change? We might see it in the next five years, or so. But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because there there is gonna be another one, hundred percent, totally. We, we, there are competitors. Well, Vimeo, for example, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> I'd love to see the data on that, but or
0: like Daily Motion I've noticed is picking up a, a bit of steam too. Like that's yeah. I didn't consider that platform. Or you know, like how vinyl is big and now you have TikTok. You know, it's there are always gonna be new technologies or platforms coming yeah. around. If you're Definitely. not careful.
1: So that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, my dude.
0: Yeah.
1: It's gonna be fun. And we'll be there for the ride. Totally. Couple of roosters. I was having a look at um just a quick YouTube. Uh, it was just a quick uh, write-up from Cora, mm-hmm. K-U, uh, K-U-O-R-A. and they've and it was just a question from a fan. It was basically, "Will YouTube ever be profitable?" And someone answered it, and they basically said, "Google has never said that YouTube is profitable." They just, and this this was from a an answer that was from 2019, February 2019. They said they they haven't announced if they've been profitable since the time of that. Um, they said in 2016 that analysts estimate um, to about nine billion dollars in ad revenue with, you no, know, with the with the website, a website making nine billion dollars, dude. What what else is going into it? Like how yeah. much of that is going back into it? And that now, if that is not profitable, like if 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 you're earning that much, and that's expert estimates, by the way, we don't know because Google hasn't said it. I mean, like, imagine what else. If they haven't... And there might be a reason for that. Shareholders example. You know, there might, there's a, there's obviously a reason for it. Um, But imagine if that's the sort of prediction that's coming out and people are still questioning if they're profitable. That is probably where the company's like, hold up. Maybe this is why we're not actually going to probably dip our toes
0: in this pie. <laughs> I think other people can do it, though. Like, just usually... Corporations are bloated. There's a lot of bloat. If you cut the bloat out, you can make it profitable.
1: It's a really good point. Yeah. Oh, man. That's very good. What's um? What are your plans this weekend?
0: Uh, I think I'm just going to step back. I think this is good for any content creator to do. Just basically step back and take a look at what you're doing and where you want to go. And, like, honestly, look at the analytics... They're not always true. Like, they shouldn't drive it. But, like, you know, just reconsider where you want to go as a content creator what type and what type of content you want to create. Or, like, look for new avenues for, like, exposure. Basically, how do I get views? So, I might try out TikTok. I might. I'm not going to make stupid music dubs. That's just, that's stupid, all right? (laughs) I'm not going to stoop low and trade my dignity for views. But, like. Uh, You know, maybe put my podcast clips on there or make uh, videos that I like because I I really want to do skit videos and TikTok is a great place to explore that. Will I get as many views as the dumb stuff? Probably not, but like, it's a good avenue to explore. And also, I was thinking about the type of content I want to make. So I was thinking about it and I was like, the playthrough episodes that I'm doing right now, I enjoy doing, but that's not what I want to make. I want to make skits. I want to eventually make like tv shows like i want to write and produce and direct tv shows that's where i want to go I'm and my own movie eventually if i can am i gonna get there probably not but like that's that's where i want to go because like i i want to create these worlds in my head uh, i have in my head and like these characters and i want to bring them to life in, in any any sort of medium that i can um that's where I want to go. That's so hard, dude. Like, how do I, how, where do I even start with that? Like, how? how? It, yeah, like how, you just, you just it's, do it, but like,
1: it's a good pop dream. Yeah. And you're doing it. That's the thing. Like, you just, this is, like, you, you're editing videos at the moment, aren't you? Like, and you're, and you, you're, you're creating content. Like, that's, if you, and you understand, then you know, with that, you're, you're getting understanding and probably more appreciation for people who do the same thing, right? Totally, at, yeah. Um, you know, I understand how hard it level. is. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's, and I think if there's one thing that we can take away from this as well, it's just like you can appreciate the amount of effort that goes into you not know, the small to to you know smaller content creators like ourselves at our level, all the way up to like TV shows, movie shows, things like that two there could be times where like the credits the rolling credits of a movie or a tv show goes for like up to five minutes that's yeah. people different people's jobs that goes into it and they're, they're people on payroll you know they're people that would only pay for this so then it, you appreciate the budget that that's set for the movie like oh well, we've got to pay for all these people all these services all these things and stuff like that and you sort of just run through and you're like oh my god and i'm doing something you know and then you know and then you try and bring it back to yourself well i'm you know i'm not to that degree, obviously, but like'm we're doing some of our own editing we're doing some of our own um, in fact, a little bit of marketing in there as well yeah. yeah plugging on the discord editing doing the content as well obviously like that getting the recording, getting the audio right, getting your levels all right so you can certainly and then that's just that's just us at this stage so then yeah you can you can certainly if the, take away just the appreciation of how much effort goes into it for anyone but the, to get to your cuz that's a good pipe, pipe dream to have You ask like how do you get there yeah like, this is how this is how you do it this is this but exploring and then you know we're at we're at a spot which we can you know pretty comfortably take risks in areas um because as in like let's just say if you want to try try a different thing it's not too much of a risk when there's just mainly a lot of uh, potential to come out of it rather than none. Yeah, for us,
0: we can like, do anything. <laughs> we have nothing to lose, literally. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So like, yeah, like going to different platforms like, like TikTok sort of thing. Didn't even think of that. That's such a good idea. That's, that's, a, mar- that's a good marketing approach. There's no negative to that for, yeah. for someone at our level. Like there's only gains to get from that.
0: Also I wanted and, to mention like uh I recently saw like Sushi Dragon stream. I don't watch him at all and like he was being promoted on Twitch because he was having a Hershey sponsored stream. So I dropped in for a little bit and his production values are through the roof. Yeah. And kind of made me realize that there's a lot you can do to make your broadcast on Twitch or Mixer entertaining. Like there's a lot of things you can do to make it visually appealing and I just you know he just briefly showed a setup and he had like six monitors like the ultra long ones vertically and like he has like a a scene changer in both hands like two phones attached to his arms just a wireless connected to everything and I was just like okay there's there's a lot that I can do I don't even have a green screen or proper lighting setup you know that's probably the first place to start but like I was just looking at it and I was impressed and like I was like oh you can get this far making content even just for Twitch and it's both inspiring and a little depressing at the same time because it's like Mm -hmm. when you watch people who are way better than you it like inspires you to get to that level but then you realize how far away it is so like it also kind of demotivates you so (laughs) maybe I shouldn't have seen it but uh, it just made me realize that even on Twitch you can do more you can always do more
1: yeah, but yeah, you're definitely not limited by the amount of like stuff that you can have here, like in mean, hardware wise, resource wise. Mm-hmm. I remember watching when I realized that how serious people are on Twitch, I saw this guy doing like a drum setup mm-hmm. and basically he had seen, like, yeah, he had like multiple cameras and it was, re- like, it was re- he probably had, you know, t- to even um the production value was was obviously amazing the lights there were unreal and stuff like that. Like, I'm not talking just, like, good lighting, but, like, different color lights. At least he would mm. have different changing lights for, like, based on the beat he was doing. So he'd change it, like, on the fly. Different cameras that he would be able to change on the fly just by, like, I think he must have had someone there helping him, surely.
0: Probably, yeah. Because he,
1: he had his two hands doing you know, doing the drumming and stuff like that. And I was like, this is, like, something that I would expect on TV. Like, I would expect to tune into something and be like, you know, drummer just kills it tune in okay no worries and then like that is a sort of that's where i know and that's when i realized at the time like, oh man so like this is pretty much the level of care and dedication that people can put into this like full-on nearly movie quality of um of what these guys are doing yeah the next thing we're going to see man we're probably because already seeing it at the moment with youtube by the way people are doing there are youtube movies on there mm-hmm. like there are with youtube um I'm probably sort of more looking at like with the with the the movie budget, maybe maybe not like triple A movie budget, but there are movie maybe like indie movie budget sort of thing on YouTube. Um, I don't know what you call it, the premium YouTube YouTube premium.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: There are movies on there, but but they're backed by studios sort of thing, or backed by YouTube, which is like acting as a studio. I'd love to see like a movie quality, like a person with the with the movie quality. Um, background i guess and like really and maybe has access to a whole lot of like you know movie standard or like industry standard hardware industry started camera hooked up with like a uh i don't know like a, a video capture device or something like that so you can stream like a, like a, <laughs> a proper huge sony that like, would be interesting recorder oh it'd be friggin' yeah. unreal because all you need is the bandwidth yeah. to, to upload it at that stage right I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, that was no, that was fun. Oh man, I think um, rest of the day I've got like a. I think I've got a bit of a um, uh my uh, Ms. Acorn, her um, her brother's got a party this afternoon. Basically, her brother's uh, partner turning twenty five.
0: Oh okay, can
1: you believe okay. it? Wow, good age.
0: Yeah, still young. Still young. Yeah,
1: right. that's gonna be fun. That's on this afternoon. Nice. And that's pretty much it, man. It's it's come. It's pouring down here mm. in where I'm at at the moment. Like it is, it is hammering down outside. I've been I, doing that for the last couple of days.
0: I just, uh, I like the rain now because I just imagine all the spiders being washed away. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yes, just cleanse this land of spiders. You know, I, it is, yeah. Bro. Australia has a lot of spiders, and a lot of them can kill you. So, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot. Yeah.
1: To be honest, I don't mind. Like, the spiders aren't too bad. They're not the problem. It's like everything else that sort of falls between it. Like, mm. I hate cockroaches. they oh, yeah. My, that's okay. the thing. I I'm never going to compromise it. I hate them. So I like spiders because they eat them. Well, like, because they're sort of like the the big dog. The spiders. They they know what their job is. They look after themselves, but doing that they look after look after me as well. So I can I can have exceptions for spiders. When they're crawling on the floor and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, you need to you need to sort yourself out, otherwise you're getting a stomp. But if you're up in the air or up in you know, in um you got a web going on and everything like that, that's okay. Mm. Enjoy it. Just keep out of my keep out of my areas. <laughs> Enjoy yourself.
0: Well, that reminds me, Conan O'Brien recently went to uh, Australia. That. really yeah there's some pretty oh, funny videos thought... there yeah
1: oh man that sounds funny i'm gonna have to watch him. i love oh, what... that guy he's awesome there's
0: a guy here also from australia says that the opossums on the roof at night fighting is the thing that annoys him the most really
1: on yeah okay so he must live pretty close either oh, like an outback but honestly he can get possums everywhere he could but yeah like that's Last night or maybe a few nights ago, I couldn't tell if it was a rat or a possum on my mm. roof because they're, they're just as out. Dude,
0: there there was one right next to me as I was pulling my car up into the garage and uh, it jumped up on a tree. And I was like, holy cow, I didn't know possums could were that edge out. <laughs> It was It was scary. So it like hopped up onto the tree and started climbing up and I'm like, oh my God, there's nowhere safe from a possums.
1: Yeah.
0: Raccoons. I was a raccoon, sorry. I mixed them up.
1: Because you you've got raccoons. Yeah. We don't have them. We don't have those things.
0: You can tell because they're, you know, because you see the stripe pattern and the shiny, shiny eyes. And oh, they're just no. there trying to steal your garbage and anything shiny. They,
1: they spook me. Not a fan of the raccoon. A Queenslander,
0: raccoon. the dude said. But...
1: Oh, nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that's where I'm originally from. I'm from uh from Brisbane, which is the capital of Queensland. And it's typically it's referred to as the that's the Golden State. No, is that right? The Golden State. I know. That, it's the best state in Australia, you. basically. It's where you want to live because it's it's nice and warm. Typically the I, I love where I live at the moment, but if you've got a choice, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna live in Queensland. Sun mm. surfers Surfers Paradise. We've literally got a place called Surfers Paradise. <laughs> it's a paradise for surfers. I just imagine
0: all of Australia being a, like a surfer's paradise because, you know, when you live in uh, the U.S., you, you got to go to one of the coasts <laughs> to get anything, mm-hmm. just flat land or mountains everywhere, you know, <laughs> really limited.
1: That's one good, like, you're going to find most of the the the, um, the population of Australia is coastline. Like, mm-hmm. if, if not coastline, you do get country towns and stuff like that. Like, I've got people, I've got friends of mine that live like four hours into the country so that's four hours away from like, oh man, like just from water sort of thing. So nah. and that might not sound like like a lot. It, that's actually not a lot in terms of the scale of Australia. But that's just like an example. There's another town, um, and um, but the majority of the of Australia are, are coastline, around near a beach. So like, um, because a lot of Australia like is actually inhabitable. Like we got so much land. You can fit the majority of Europe inside Australia. Hey, Australia
0: is huge. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, it's so a lot of that un, untapped territory.
0: Oh man, that that uh that should be like a future project. Make make the rest of Australia habitable. You know, get a lot of money. Sh-
1: <laughs> it's like oh man, it's been what they could do because we got all yeah. this land, and because it is it's it's hot land. That's the reason why it's inhabitable. Like you can't. It's not a. It's not a good. Because you know the, the settlers when they first come here, that would be not the first thing they would have tried, right? Like, oh man, look at all this land. But it's just like it's not, it's not possible. But there are things that I that you, that I'd love to see that you could take advantage of it because it's just a lot of open space, a lot of flat, dry land. What can you do with a lot of land? Solar panels. There. there it is.
0: Wind, when, when the Absolutely. wind turbines.
1: That's right, wind yeah. turbines. Um, now. The other problem after that obviously is to have the resources to build it up, plus the resources to store it. But at least we got the land thing
0: covered. That's, that's so- where we're coming in. Dude, we're gonna make uh, Australia a powerhouse. It's gonna be like Neo Tokyo in like the the sci-fi movies. It's just gonna be a Neo Australia. It's the only place that it's civilized when the apocalypse comes.
1: <laughs> Turn Australia into yeah. a battery. Oh, let's just do it.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the sell. If I'm going for prime minister, we're gonna make.
0: Turn us. Oh, that's a huge battery, dude.
1: <laughs> the world's battery.
0: The world's battery. Oh.
1: Yep. Mm. Just like have solar everywhere, have battery, have um, yeah, have batteries stacked. You need to recharge your country. Just connect it into Australia. We'll recharge it. it doesn't matter. Uh, that
0: that's would be cell. that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant.
1: <laughs> oh man. Ducky, I've got to head out pretty in the next five hour. Okay, gotcha. Tell the world what's (laughs) what's in store for this for this week, this upcoming week for the
0: Duckman. you got going on. Uh, I think I'm gonna try with experimenting with different types of content. I'm gonna try making a movie review. Uh, probably do it on like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or another something I wanted to do. Um. I'm gonna try TikTok out. I think oh we should try it out as well. If you got any like, you can make like the lamest minute video, see if it gets views. Um, yeah, I think I think I really th- am. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Also, I think definitely try to make that. Uh, if you, I mean I guess I don't know if you're probably busy, but like if you got a little bit of time, I, I'd be interested in seeing if that uh Oculus Quest tutorial video will get a lot of hits or not. Um. I mean I would make one myself, I just don't have one. <laughs> and I'm I'm lazy to make that work, so but yeah, uh did, gonna,
1: yeah. it's a really good yeah, it's a it's a good idea. If you need any help, let me know.
0: It. I'll do my best. Whatever you need. But Thanks, buddy. Um Whatchamacallit? Yeah, I I'm gonna try a TikTok like Whoopti suggested and and then um let's see make the movie review video and try that out. And then there's a real life skit that I wanted to do. So like, you know, it's all about following the zeitgeist or like trends. So there's apparently a trend uh, for free energy. I think I mentioned this before, or maybe I didn't, but like, you know, a perpetual energy device or clean energy where basically it's fake, though. It's, it's impossible according to the laws of thermodynamics as we know it right now but basically all these devices are you start a motor with motion and then it turns a wheel or something and that turns the motor again by itself and then you can plug in something to siphon power off of that device so it's spinning at over a hundred percent efficiency because the you start initially and then it's powering the motor <clears throat> but it's powering this thing that's also powering the motor so at most you can only have 100 percent efficiency so as soon as you drop power out that thing will die right but there's a lot of people faking it and they have a hidden energy source somewhere within the device powering it and you know they got like patreon set up donations but like we'll supply clean energy for the world uh, government's keeping us down whatnot <laughs> so i was gonna make a spoof of that where yes. you know i do that and then it's for millennials who are like all right and then you know it ends with me handing the energy bill to to your parents and be like here pay for this free energy <laughs> <That's> bam <amazing>. <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm gonna make that video um you know it'll fit in uh because i i'm an electrical engineer i graduated i'm not a good one but like i have a degree so i might as well put it to use you know four years of college yeah,
1: stream all of that that sounds so funny <laughs>
0: maybe uh, but yeah I'll try that out see how that goes that's the co- sort of content that I want to make also like I I like making guys I think helping people is the most rewarding thing possible oh what's up whoopty dude uh, whoopty just joined chat but like G'day, uh, yeah I, I mentioned oh we should next one we should do a code stream so that uh all our chats combine into one and you can just see everything that's people are typing but yeah i just brought up the tiktok thing that's really good advice um yeah uh that's what i got what what do you have in store
1: um i'm actually going traveling pretty soon hey nice
0: okay yeah living life dude
1: yeah it's only for a week. yeah, we're going to go to I've been here before. It, it's in, in Indonesia. It's called Bali, it's a little island. Um yeah. we're going to go there in s- yeah, September, so whenever that is it. That That's pretty soon.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It's on the tw- so yeah, it's a little bit late towards the end of the month, the last the last week of September.
0: That sounds exciting, um, dude.
1: Oh, really looking forward to it. I went there so that, I went there with my buddies um a few when I was a little bit younger back back in the day sort of thing we did a bit of a boys trip there and i had a lot of fun but i remember thinking um it's probably it was more of a party scene when we were there so it'd be nice to sort of go there and sort of a bit of a relaxed environment Mm -hmm. and sort of have a bit of a holiday i'm really looking forward so basically this week is sort of like preparing a little bit more than for that like i need there's a few things i have to sort out There, like i've got my travel card and everything now which is great That was probably the biggest one but you know insurance also planning where we want to go and stuff like that mm. so that's gonna be fun looking forward to that
0: okay i well, hope you have a fun and safe trip dude
1: yeah thank you yeah. yeah i'll um that's pretty much it man um when i'm leading up to it i'll I might have a little bit more information i'll I'll get some rec... get some recommendations of even just things to try because i haven't I, don't... I haven't traveled really properly for a long time so it's going to be I'm a bit of a travel noob at the moment. So there's probably a few things yeah. I, I do need to sort of get some good tips and stuff. Yeah. How to, how to broach it. And, um, I've set up the the steering wheel. So I did a stream the other night where I did, I streamed, uh it's called Assetto Corsa to it's a, the it's a racing simulator mm-hmm. game and it's VR compatible. I did that as a stream the other day and I loved it so much. I was just going to just do it just as a one-off, but I loved it so much I was like, I'm going to, really make the most of this and mm. try and, and basically um yeah just try and make it as, as much as immersive immersive as possible so like at the moment what you do the way that you get content from the pc to stream to a mobile vr headset effectively is streaming it through a wi-fi network it's a, it's a streaming video kind of like the same thing you ever heard of this thing with steam called home casting i think it's called home casting Basically, if you want to play, like, a game of your, your gaming PC yeah. on your laptop or something like that in the other room.
0: I have a Steam Link that I bought uh, sitting in cool. the back there. It's no longer sold, so it, it uh, jumped up in price a little bit, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's a really good piece of hardware. Hold yeah. on to it because all you need for that, that's a good... So if you've got a television, I think it's really good for... Yeah. Because it's like a, HD, it's a HDMI input. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think so. It only does 1080p, which is why they probably quit because you know 4K is coming up, and yeah, they're probably gonna make another version. But like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah.
1: So that's really good for like, if you got a um like a TV and you got a controller and mm-hmm. you want to play some sick PC quality games on your TV, sort of thing, games that aren't um that you can play with the controller and everything like that on your computer, but you want to sit back and do it on your telly. That's what those things look awesome for. I've got a laptop, right, and I like playing a game called World of Warship. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been playing. So I come in the lounge, watching a te- watching a show, and I could be playing World of Warship sort of thing. We're pretty spoiled these days, aren't we? When it comes yeah, to like yeah access access to all this technology and stuff. So I'm just making the most of it, and it's so fun. And that's pretty much it, my dude. That's that's my week.
0: Sounds great, dude. Like uh, yeah. You know, one thing that I've been thinking about is like uh i gotta i gotta work less but i gotta work smarter because i wanna i wanna enjoy life too and right now i'm i'm not <laughs> hmm. uh it's just all work and and no fun and the work isn't rewarding either i mean there's like no benefits to it so I'm like you know maybe maybe dial it back a little bit let's just stop and smell the roses a little bit you know
1: absolutely yeah oh, good on you dog
0: <laughs> that's pretty much
1: it eh yeah I reckon. Um, you need to we need we need to lock in a World of Warship session. Totally, it's it's
0: ready to go. It's installed. Yes. Uh, I didn't create an account yet, but I will.
1: Try an account on the Asia server, just mm-hmm. and just sort of see what your latency is like. If it's a bit too, if it's too cooked, because you can check your ping in game, I think. And if it's totally. just ridiculous, let me know. I'll create an an American account, think- a North American account
0: it should be fine because i played uh dead by daylight with uh Congress and the ping was like 300 for me but it was playable and i think for him was a lot faster but yeah i think it's doable
1: hopefully it's yeah. not that high i'm i honestly i'd say if it gets to like oh dead by daylight 200? is just terrible
0: it's just uh you oh, know yeah. yeah so it'll be better for world of warships
1: yeah Okay. Yeah. cool cool oh cool um man i've got a bit of time later on today if you feel like having a, bit of a game like have you got much on tonight uh
0: not really so on fridays i just play uh i do a co-stream on, on mixer with whoopty we just play mm-hmm. whatever and uh yeah that, other than that i'm totally free like cool get
1: yeah. whoopty on it as well if, if whoopty hasn't installed warship Get the mad dog on it. So Get fun. everyone in okay. on it.
0: Get congress in on it.
1: <laughs> I think we're just plugging.
0: Yeah. World, um, warships. World warships. World yeah. warship. they should sponsor oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd
1: def, I'd, yeah. I'd probably be able to do it as a main game, but like, a, oh man, this is this is where I'm pretty bad. I like I, I change not frequently. I'll I'll stick to something. I'll dedicate myself to to a lot. This is probably more more for gaming. But then, if there's another game that is just sort of interesting, I'll be like, boom, into that. Me too. That's the problem
0: with with being a streamer. <laughs> yeah. You you wanna like whoopie too. He he knows what he's like. He likes switching games. Like we can't just play one game forever. That's yeah. that's too restricting. Like we wanna play other games. Like I I I play for a long stretch of time. I give it a good go. But yeah, I can't. I can't imagine myself playing only one game forever. Like same. Yeah.
1: And. To be honest, should we really like at the end of the day, should you feel like you should be restricted to like one thing? Like, isn't the beauty of, you know, because it is kind of like this is, it's all different as well, depending where yeah. you're at, sort of thing. But for me, I'm, because I am at the stage considering it is a bit of a hobby, but it's using a passion of mine, which is gaming. So obviously, if I'm going to use some game, if there is going to be a game in there that I typically do enjoy and mm. I enjoy it off stream, I want to bring that on stream sort of thing exactly. and sort of see what's, yeah, see yeah. the reception there. So that's why I tried. Um, I'll, I'll do some random ones just for the sake of trying it. Like the VR one is the, when I do the VR streams, it is heaps fun. And you're tapping into a different market there, but it is a lot. There's a, there's a bit of effort that goes into it, mm. but it's definitely worth it because it's just like it's an entertaining night at the end of the day. You've had you had a you've had a bit of fun. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and I'm gonna get a bit more into um, do a bit more VR streams. Mainly, I'm gonna try a bit more um, like. Um Sit down ones, so like simulation ones. Like mm, I'm going to okay. do a spacecraft one pretty soon. I'm going to, so I'll, so that's going to be Elite Dangerous, which I've got. I'm going to try and Elite oh, Dangerous stream. Okay,
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's. So I've got a, I've got a lot of time for Elite Dangerous. That's just, that's it's just a space simulator, just a straight up simulator, which is still, it's sort of like still that spot that it's it's holding. Um, while we're waiting for Star Citizen, which is just still just like, I don't know what's going on with that, but, um, yeah, I'm going to try a few different oh, sims like oh, that. So basically card sims and
0: stuff. Quick thing. Let me, let me drop, uh, your mixture into chat because I don't know if they're watching you or not. I hope they are. But...
1: Oh, thank no? you. I don't
0: Oh wait, is that?
1: My hum, my, my is that mine?
0: Little... <laughs> oh wait, I think I, I linked myself. One give me one second. Oh, I <laughs> thought so I was good. watching you. Oh, that I messed up there.
1: Oh, I'll go to follow on Thank you, whoopty, You mad dog?
0: There you go. Oak face, there yeah, you go. Our
1: humble little mix of streams. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: gotta start somewhere. Also, it's genius. Like Facebook is on tap market. Like we can go on forever
1: yes yeah. i'm so i'm streaming to my facebook at the moment so that's just my store that i've got on there i thought i might just link it up there Yeah, it looks pretty cool yeah. looks like it's doing the job i got a buddy of mine just just tuned in gave me the thumbs of recommendation which is great <laughs> nice it's i can certainly see facebook being like a, a good place to um yeah to sort of spread the love a little bit it's, it's, it's
0: the biggest market you could tap into like it's Facebook, yeah, yeah. like everyone's on it, and then YouTube is humongous, like people don't realize that YouTube is like miles ahead of Twitch and Mixer, like you think Twitch is big for streaming it's not YouTube is actually the biggest platform. It's just really hard to make it on youtube
1: Yes, it's completely saturated yeah. at the moment, and I think with Facebook is a really serious serious place to consider is because it's probably not um people like content creators don't take it serious enough yeah. like especially with the live streaming now live streams haven't been here with facebook forever but now they've got live stream gaming um which is huge you could be a you could be a full-time facebook gaming streamer <laughs> and if you've got and like you probably can't do it as a you can always do it like for, you know i've got obviously my name's on oak face but that's the brand that i do want to do it as but if i really want to to like in the facebook market for example i could probably just stream to my facebook page with my facebook friends sort of thing as me mm-hmm. not my not, not my alter ego not my superhero <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'll probably do okay you probably yeah. pick it up but, but that's not as you know we've got our branding we want to stick by our branding don't we like that's something that's pretty close to two content creators so i don't want to make that that's just one thing i don't want to make that compromise so you do have to kind of like start from from scratch if you do want to keep a brand. Yeah. But if you want if you want to do it yourself, man, like if you want to be a you're happy with using, you know, um your Facebook page with your friends like you oh, know your family yeah, members. I, I don't too. have a Facebook
0: page though. So that's that's an unfortunate thing. I do have one that has like no friends added just for games. Actually, I have two yeah, yeah. of those, but yeah. I regret not doing social media. It's the one thing I regret.
1: Dude at the end of the day, it's a it it's a it can it's a it can be a really good thing because it's a great way to keep up with family and stuff like that. The good side of it is amazing because at the end of the day, it's just a nice. Oh, I don't care. I there. don't care
0: about the social media side. I just want the advertising side. I just. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I don't weak. care. I'm not gonna. I don't care about like looking at social media. Period. Like. Yeah. Okay, I just cool. regret not having You're that advertising on. clout. You know, that's what it
1: is. <laughs> yeah. You you're certainly not missing out on the. Like, yeah, it's good, but it is like, it's, it can't be a coffee with, with with your best mate in a coffee yeah. shop. Can't do it. You can't do it. No way near. You going to get to, that, to oh. that level? Like, you can't. Yes, it's nice, but in the, the day, it's like, do you want to meet up? That trumps anything that you're ever going to get out of a social media experience every every time.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And that's what that's what we're always going to have. Um, you're gonna have VR. You're gonna have social media. You're gonna have websites where you can interact with people. At the end of the day, it's no, something I mean, nowhere near as, as satisfying uh, as satisfying as just sitting there with someone having a coffee
0: mm-hmm. or a beer. <laughs> yeah, or a whiskey. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, whiskey. Oh yeah. man. Before I bail, I had this whiskey tasting thing last week. Oh, it. I tell you what. When you get older, right? Like the the recovery time. It's like you're getting kicked by a <laughs> mule, like yeah. I still felt it on the Wednesday. I was still just like eh, not feeling too good. <laughs> so Monday and Tuesday was rough, mm. but it was delicious. But like it, it was so delicious. You were like, I really want to. I want to try as, as much of this whiskey as possible while I'm there. And you know, what my favorite one was it was a bourbon. It was a bourbon whiskey. Mm, okay, that was my favorite one. They killed it. They used cherry, cherry casks and stuff, so it had like a nice little bit of sweetness towards the end. But it was smoky and it was just so smooth and yeah it was really good and i didn't get the name of it mm. so <laughs> you, you do good you do good whiskies there it was very fun so um okay cool i reckon i'm gonna go i need you I need out for breakfast but gotcha after that i'm gonna I'll, I'll i'll see what you and the whoop man are up to see all if you right, guys are right. keen maybe for a game or something but Sounds so let's good. do um do you want to do your sign offs my dude
0: sure um you know, I add in post as well. Just to make sure it sounds more professional. But yeah. Dude, thank you to everyone for dropping by. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Pointy Flatcast Episode 5 with Ducky O'Brien and Oakface Gaming. Make sure to check us out on Twitch, YouTube, Mixer. We're everywhere. It's Face on Mixer. And OFACE Gaming on YouTube and Twitch. And I'm Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And Archivers with the S on YouTube and Mixer. Thank you again so much for dropping by. If you got any questions or comments, you have an email pointyflatcast at gmail.com. And also we have Twitters. You got at OFACE Gaming. Is that right? all right Anyone? all right at old and at stir the Purgohi. i don't care about my twitter so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spell that out you can figure it out if you want to <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it see you guys later catch you next time
1: catch you later, guys thank you duffy
0: no catch problem later. this has been episode five of the pointy flatcast thank you so much for dropping in If you would like to catch us live, I am Ducky O'Brien on Twitch, Archivers on Mixer and YouTube, Oakface Gaming is on Twitch, and Oakface on Mixer, and Oakface Gaming on YouTube as well. Thank you once again for dropping by, we really do appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Twitter at OakFaceGamin and at SirThePurgogi. Catch you next time on the Pointy Flatcast.